Hey guys, welcome to Life in Perspective. It's season three and you already know we are talking defining moments. And I have to do this with my friends. And today I have a very special friend. Just I'm I'm a I'ma surprise you with them. They they sing this. Asking you a gift, <laughs> seeking you a find. All right. It's nothing. Oh, wow. You don't want All to right. sing your song? All right. It went viral. You don't want to sing relax, that part? Relax. Wow. He, he is a viral sensation. The Kyle <laughs> McGraw. McGraw. You got to say it like that. McGraw. McGraw. <laughs> You're silly, man. Kyle. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for, thank you for having me. I'm Finally. Finally. Ooh, ooh, Finally. ooh. Because do you want to? Hello, Life in Perspective. Y'all know why Kyle just got here? Because the last time, he was supposed to be on like the premiere episode. He probably would have been the first episode and he ghosted me. Ah, I want to use the word ghosted. What What do we call it when you text someone and they don't text back? Skipping Casper. I'm but it wasn't very friendly. Missed the message. No, you didn't miss the message. She texts back the next day to me, oh, God, God on me. See, <laughs> you know, I love the Holy Spirit because he will get you together when, when I didn't even have to touch it, you know? But I'm here now. I'm here. That's all that matters because God I'm is here. a God of second chances. And that so, he is. Third, you, fourth, and uh, mm, mm, I don't know. No. no. <laughs> he is. He'll give chances. Oh, my goodness. Kyle. Okay. First of all, y'all, Kyle is one of my best friends, okay? I really, really love him. Um, sometimes he acts a little weird. He won't answer phone calls, text messages, FaceTimes. Um, but I love him anyhow, you I know? emails. Emails are great. Oh, I don't send those. <laughs> there we are. I can't. <laughs> no, but um, we, we, we have a ball together. Uh, but I feel like it's been like four years, you know? Um he is my creative partner. Like whenever mm-hmm. someone asks me to do something, um, specifically at church, I always have to do it with Kyle. <laughs> so if they, without even me knowing, without it's I we I've agreed yeah. to so many things <laughs> for us, you for, know, for us. Because I'm the friend who says yeah. their friend name when they're not in the room. That's what it is. I'm looking out for you. That's the way it should be. That's the way it should be. Kyle, what's up? Defining moments. Defining moments. What comes to mind when you hear that? Ah. Defining moments, what comes to mind? I feel like for me, um, it's the answer to the call. Or the continuous answer to the call. (laughs) Because if you answer the phone for Jesus, he hang up and call again. Yeah, he keeps calling. I'm like, dang, bro, I thought we was doing this. How are we we doing this now? Um, I feel like for me, a defining moment for me would be moving out to L.A., Mm-hmm. Um, 10 years ago now, uh, yeah, 10 years ago, and no one knowing why I was coming out to LA. Like, my family didn't know. I didn't know why I was coming. Wow. But I knew that I had to be out here. I knew that God told me to be out here. And uh, when I got out here, he's like, music. You said, I'm a dancer. I danced for a living. <laughs> Toured the world, traveled. That's what my degree's in. Listen. Music? What? Mm-hmm. Worship? I'm good. <laughs> I can worship at home. I can worship in my room. Um, and I feel like what made it a defining moment would be that once I said yes, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, to being like, all right, Lord, this is what you have in my heart, and it's not going, it's not shaking, um, you started to see the response of yeah. that. Like, it was almost like, 
oh, you, you, you're right. Yeah. Worship is where you want me. Worship is what's opening the doors for me to not just for other people, but it's actually opening myself to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I was able to learn more about myself, uh, see who God has called me to be through worship. Yeah. And I was just like, dang. Why didn't you call me sooner? <laughs> you said, because I would have answered. I would have answered. No, I love what you're saying because I feel like I identify with that. That, like, mm-hmm. my yes to God, like, showed me who I was. For sure. Because sure. we all have an idea. We we base it off our dreams and our aspirations to use that to define us. And it's like, when you say yes to God, he takes you complete, like, in a complete different direction than completely you ever anticipated. Sure. You, For like... Sure. Oh, I feel like I often say, I didn't know I was me. Bruh, <laughs> I didn't know. I, w- I didn't know. One, I didn't know all of this was in me. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. And it's one of those things where I like, man, it's, he keeps unfolding. He keeps showing yeah. you different things like about yourself. You know, it's one of those things, um, you know, how the Bible talks about we were made in the image of God. Mm-hmm. I like now have this space of, wanting to find out what that image is and mm-hmm. becoming curious. Like, I, li- I literally say, like, I'm curious by nature. Like, yeah. I want to keep finding out the things about me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to keep finding out what God says about me. And as I do that, he's showing me so much. Yeah. Like, I thought it was just going to be worship. Oh, no, you want me to actually start a business too? All right, wait, hold on, God. Wait, what am I doing? What's going on? You know what I mean? Yeah. And for so long, I thought it was only one thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I thought I had to do the one thing. But it's like, no, he wants you to do everything that he's yeah. put inside of you. Everything has to come out. So yeah. That's so good because it's so crazy. I have this idea of, like, the evolution of our identity. Mm-hmm. And to your point about that scripture, like, we were made in the image of God. And then we get in Jeremiah and it says, before you are formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. And then it's like the moment we're born, Mm -hmm. there's like all of these things competing to identify us. And it's not until we say yes to Jesus, like, yes, I'll follow you, that we then discover our true identity while unraveling all the other things that have identified us up until that point. No, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why it's so important who you foster your relationships with Mm -hmm. and who you have in your environment because your environment can tell you who you are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And your goal is to, no, don't, I don't want my environment to tell me who I am. I want Jesus to tell me who I am. You know what I mean? And so that coming into contact with him was literally the best decision I made. I, you know, I grew up in church, you know, Mm -hmm. back on the East coast, Connecticut, you know, they bougie in Connecticut. All right. Relax, relax. They don't eat at chain restaurants. (laughs) That's so bougie to me. Oh, oh, it, ooh, we don't do that. And that's how they make the face. Ooh, we don't do that. Not that we don't do that. You know, mm. we just like different places, you know? Bougie. All right. But uh, <laughs> being in a place where, um, being in a place where God has you vulnerable mm-hmm. and you have to seek him, Ask and he will give. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open. And the things that yeah. you're op- he's opening you to is him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's what you're getting. And so for me, it's like where I am now in the space of like being an entrepreneur and being a worship leader and who knows what else God has in store mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, who, knows? who knows what he has in store for me. But as I'm walking that out, I literally point back to uh, – the, the idea of salvation. Because mm-hmm. before identity, right, I was hiding mm. because of shame. I was hiding because of my past. 
But then I realized, like, bro, like, the truth is, you don't bring anything to salvation except for your sins in the first place. Oof. So it's like... If you didn't have none, you, there would bro, be no need for salvation. There would be no need for it. So it's like, once you get that in your mind, it's like, all right, I'm coming broken already, God. So, like, here I am. Mm -hmm. What do you want to do with me? Yeah. You know? That's where I'm at right now. No, I really... Okay, so, like... If y'all ain't never seen Kyle Lee worship, okay, or experience his worship displayed on a platform that right. makes you want to worship the Lord, it feels like that. Mm. It feels like every time you step up there, it's like, all right, God, whatever you want to do, like, I'm just yielding to that. Absolutely. And it, it just takes, it's like, it because worship leading can be so much. And I feel like in its purest form is like, even the fact that God would call you to lead worship mm. is like, well, because at your heart and at your core, you are a worshiper. And you can tell it is a display of your personal relationship with Jesus that we just get a chance to not just sit and watch, but to engage in the same way. It's like, ooh, I want to know Jesus the way he know Jesus because how he just be dropping hooks from heaven and just be spitting them real fast. Yeah. I just, Don't I'm just. Ask me. Don't ask me. I'm like, uh, how, where are we at? Oh, oh. Okay, let's go. Let's rock, let's roll with it. And it's one of those things where it's like one of the prayers that I pray every time I lead mm -hmm. or anytime that I'm doing anything ministry wise is, you know, let me decrease so that you can increase. Yeah. Let me lay low so you can stand tall within me. As I open up my mouth, let your voice be heard. As I open up my mouth, let heaven come to earth. Literally, that's what I say. Other things too, but that's where it starts. Yeah. And like the whole goal is really. I just want heaven to come to earth. For sure. That's it. That's all I want to do is have heaven come to earth. And whatever that needs to be in the moment, let me move out of the way so that can happen, you yeah, know? For and sure. And I feel like that should be how we live our lives in general. Like, every day we walk in, like, Lord, what you want? Heaven come to earth. That's that's what it is. That's Jesus taught us to pray that. You know what I mean? Kingdom of God. Kingdom. Kingdom. Come on. That's it. It's No, for sure. And I love that you said that because it is not just for leading worship. It is when you wake up in the morning, you step foot out the door, like, Lord, heaven to earth heaven through to earth. me. So what you want to do? What you, what you want to do? What you want to do? What you want to do? That, like, no, for, for real. Sure. It's so yeah. true. Like, and I feel like if if that was our consistent posture, like, we would see what God has already established in heaven on earth. Yeah. Having that, that posture is how you and I got to where we are now. Mm -hmm. It's like us wanting to see heaven come to earth mm -hmm. is why God is able to use us. And that's why he's like, you know what? I want you to do the podcast. Actually, I want you to speak. Actually, I want you to host. Like, you know, all those things yeah. start to unfold because all your goal is, is to have heaven come to earth. For sure. Can I build on you? You know what I mean? Like, and if I can do that, you got to let that you. breathe. You got to let My that bad. breathe. You got to let that breathe. No, for sure. Like, man, I, Somebody said in, in the Bible study the other day, they were like, if my heart was an altar, would it be pure enough? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if my heart was the greatest sacrifice, you know, and out of our heart is where our intentions come. For sure. And so I'm saying that because that is a question you ask, like, man, can God build on you? And can he build... His kingdom, His kingdom on you. Because I think we get lost, and I, I ain't going to hold you. I can see how people get lost. Like, sure. it's very easy. As human beings, we make people idols. I don't even think it's, like, consciously. For sure. I think it's For just sure. like, it's like Israel wanted a king. They had 
like direct access to God. Mm -hmm. And they're like, but we need a king. And I think (laughs) we still live in that today. It's like because our God is unseen, I feel like because we were created to worship and Mm -hmm. because we can't physically see, touch our God, anybody who resembles it's like, ooh, this is it. And it's like, hey, we got to stop that. Mm -hmm. That's number one. And then I think the people who have positions or influence, that has to be the posture. Mm -hmm. It's like, for me, it's like my highest ambition is to please God. Absolutely. Absolutely. There is not another one. It's not, there is nothing else. When I finish a podcast, when I finish preaching somewhere, when I walk off of a platform or a stage, the first question I'm asking when I get in my car or when I'm at home is like, God, were you pleased? Were you pleased? Were you pleased? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because people will applaud you like, oh, you tore the house down. You know, mm-hmm. I don't even if the altar was filled. That- God, were you <laughs> pleased? Were were did the thing that you intended to happen in this moment before the beginning of time? Did that happen? Did that happen? Yeah. Like, are you are you smiling down on this moment? Yeah. Because if not, we can move on. We we, <laughs> we missed it. On. We we missed That's it. That's the reality. We it, for sure. Is that if he is not pleased, we missed it. And I don't care what uh, earthly, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying satisfactions that came yeah. out of that moment, numbers, whatever it is that we measure our success by, it doesn't matter. If God isn't pleased, I missed it. No, for sure. And so just making it practical in this moment for me and how I had to, like you talk about that viral moment, right? Mm-hmm. I stopped looking at it. Yeah, yeah. Because it was like, okay, am I focused on what it's doing? Mm-hmm. Am I focused on how many people are viewing it? So good. How many people are sharing it? Or am, because the truth of the matter is that moment happened a year ago, yeah, some very, change ago. Yeah, yeah. And in that moment, I was literally just responding to what I heard God doing. Mm-hmm. And so that's where it's at. Yeah, I responded. Now I move on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think the idol becomes where you hold yep. onto what God was doing in a moment. Because God is always moving. Yes. So if you're holding onto that thing, then mm-hmm. you've now made that thing an idol. Ooh, Kyle. Yeah. It's so good because we can hold it and we can stamp it like it was us. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> it's not us. It's For never sure. us. Yeah. But ooh, we. Yeah. It's that is the thing. And I love that. Um you're like, I had to stop looking at it because one of my favorite scriptures is like, guard your heart because out of it flows the issues of life. Mm-hmm. But there's another version of that that says, guard your heart because, wait, I want to say this right. It says, guard your heart because it determines the course of your life. Mm. And so what you feed your heart is what you then will live out of. Absolutely. So then Absolutely. it's like, ooh, that moment went viral. How can I make another How one? can I do another and one? And then that becomes your driver for everything. It's like, oh, my God, one million views on this video. I got to do it again. I do it again. And forgetting that you ain't the one who did it the first time. It's, 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 there's a win because it's a God moment. Yeah. And it's like, man, I'm grateful that people are being blessed by a moment that God chose to show up. To show up. Yeah. Show up. And, and he allowed me to be a vessel to do it. So good. Absolutely. So, so good. <laughs> All right, Kyle, you out here in these streets, though. Am you know I? what I'm saying? Am I? All right, tell us. Am Are I? you? Am I? Are you? The people want to know. About what? What they want to know? They want to know. What they want to know? When is the man of God getting married? Oh, wow. Ah! Ah! <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, I'm single. No. Let me talk straight to the camera. I'm single. <laughs> five, five, five. No, that is the highest number. No, I do want to talk about that, though, because. For sure. You are you you are on a platform. Mm -hmm. You are you are accessible to the public. How how is that? How is dating or not dating or how is being surrendered to God affected your dating mm. life? Because I I know about mm. those things. So how mm. how 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 is that? How is how is saying God heaven to earth in my dating life? Yeah, that's good. That's a <laughs> that's a good question. Um, honestly. I have a lot of friends who help steward mm -hmm. relationships with me. We do. <laughs> because the truth of the matter is, I I hate saying the word platform, yeah, like, yeah. but the truth of the matter is, eyes are on me For now, sure. now, you know, yeah, especially. Yeah. And so, whereas before I joined the worship mm -hmm. team, oh, I'd go on any kind of date yeah. and have a good time, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. You know, but um, good time, good time, good mm -hmm. time. But <laughs> but things now are different where I like I actually need to know who you are for sure first before yeah. I even go out on a date. Like I need to know you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I want to know who you who you hang out with. Yeah. I want to know your relationship with God. You know what I mean? And so for me. Yes, I'm waiting for God to present who she is so that I can go and pursue her. But right now I'm making sure that who I'm surrounding or who I'm looking at. She's a woman of God first. You yeah. know what I mean? So am I dating? No. For sure. You know, I just got out of a relationship not too long ago. Uh, we bless God. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we do. We bless God. No, that's real. Like, because you, cause, cause you, be, you will be outside and somebody will walk up to you and be like, aren't you that guy that's saying, ask you. No, but no, but. No, no, I know. No, but it's the truth, we went out though. for Kyle's birthday. Oh, okay. And his friend, <laughs> I just was minding my business. You know, I'm a little sunglasses on. Yeah, no, for sure. And we introducing ourselves. I'm like, she's like, oh my god. I was like, I can't, I can't go anywhere. I can't be <laughs> no. outside. But that's the thing. It's like yeah, you better be living the same way you you say you living, because if not, you will get truth. caught out here you in these streets. You get caught out in the streets. Yeah. And you know, um, listen, I'm just being honest. I turn it with the best of them. You know, you know, I have a good time, but. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I can honestly say that who you see on stage is For who sure. I am in real life. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I love God. Like, if you listen to my playlist, ain't nothing but Jesus music. That's, people yeah, think I'm. He's very saved. He very, he very. If he has to lead worship, he's not, not going anywhere. Oh, I'm not going anywhere. Well, because my, the truth is my birthday was on. Saturday, on Saturday and he didn't. I didn't do anything. I was like, no, nah, I can't. I, I gotta, I gotta go worship. Rest. I, gotta, I gotta leave worship. On he Sunday. did. He's very committed to the Lord for real, for real. He wouldn't let any of us eat. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> go eat on your own. No, I think that's real though. I, I think I feel like it's a little bit harder because. I feel like growing up, it was pastors, and they were old. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. it was like the pastor of your church. It was like the deacons. Maybe it was like the choir director. I don't know what kind of church y'all grew up in, <laughs> but they were all older. And I feel like there wasn't really a blueprint how to navigate influence in your 30s and yeah. still live life and not be a bump on the log. You know what I'm saying? But, like and have fun. It's like it's kind of like. Okay, where do we find the line? Yeah. How do we still enjoy life? Obviously, it's submitted and surrendered to God. And there are things I used to do when I wasn't really rocking with Jesus, for real, for real. And there are things I don't do now. Um, but I, I feel like that's a, a, a space to navigate. No, for sure. It is a space to navigate. And just a little bit about my upbringing, super Pentecostal, right? Mm -hmm. Amen. You know, so like 
the women were wearing like the long mm-hmm. they could they could only wear skirts for sure to the ankles like put it like this roller skating parties my mom was wearing jean skirts <laughs> to the ankles at a roller skating party. Well, like that's that. like Pentecostal Pentecostal mm-hmm. you know and so it's one of those things where for me it felt very rigid and I'm like how are y'all living for sure beyond these beyond long skirts these long skirts like what's really going for on sure. And then when you come to a certain age and you start to see, you're like, oh, wait, y'all actually living a little different than mm-hmm. what y'all are For sure. speaking. And so I'm so fortunate to now be in a community yeah. where it's safe to mm-hmm. say that what we talk about, yep. like this conversation that we're having right now is a normal conversation. A normal conversation. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And so I think for me, that's how you navigate it by mm-hmm. being around like-minded individuals who yeah. are actually chasing after the same goal. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not trying to dress up the outside. Oh, like bruh. for real, like let God deal with your heart. Because I think for, sh- I feel like if you let God deal with your heart, he'll shift your desires. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. I don't know how it happened. They just shifted. <laughs> and then it's like, I'm I'm cool on that. For sure. For sure. All right, last question. Okay. What has your relationship with Jesus taught you about yourself? Mm. What has my relationship with Jesus taught me about myself? The truth is that uh ooh. It better be good. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, um the truth about myself is that I'm nothing without him. Like, that's just the truth of what it is where I'm at. Like, every spiritual blessing, every favored blessing, everything literally points back to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, everything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And so, for me, it's like, what he's taught me is to be decided. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, being decided, I've, I've gained from my relationship with him. Mm-hmm. It's unwavering. Before, I don't know. But now, today, I can stand and say, like, I'm decided. And he's taught me what um, conviction looks like in being decided on him and standing on him. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I love that. And with that, okay. if you could pray for yeah. us. Yes. And you started off saying, like, God was calling me and I didn't feel worthy of it. Mm-hmm. I felt like because of my past, because of what I was going through. And so for anybody who's struggling to make a decision to say yes to Jesus because of how they see themselves, however you feel led to like encourage them or pray for them. For sure. Have at it. Have at it. All right. Lord, we love you. Uh, we thank you for this moment and we thank you for this conversation. Um Anyone who's watching this podcast or listening to it, um, allow their hearts and their minds to be open to who you are and what you want to do through them. Um, Allow their hearts to be mended in this moment so that way they can see that anything that they've done in the past no longer matters when they are connected to you. Right now, we call away shame and we bring to their remembrance your peace, your love, and your, your, your um, security. They can be secure in knowing that you died for them, Lord, and that when you rose, Lord Father God, all the shame was left in the grave. All of the hurt that they might feel, Lord Father God, of them thinking that they weren't worthy, your blood was the thing that made them, made them worthy. Your blood, the holes in your hands and your feet made them worthy of the salvation. Because before you sent your son, Lord, 
you called them worthy. You called them chosen. And so, Lord Father, give them the, the desire to be decided in you, Jesus. Give them the desire to chase after you and to want to be long. Because in you, Lord, they're no longer orphans because of the spirit of adoption. And so we thank you for the adoption right now that you're doing right now with your sons and daughters. They are now grafted into the family because they are deciding to choose you. And so, Lord, we thank you that identity is being restored in your sons and your daughters. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Guys, this was an amazing episode, and we have so many more coming. So what I need you to do is go ahead, hit that subscribe button, share. Even if you're listening to this, go and subscribe. I promise you every week something new is coming, and you don't want to miss it. Do me a favor. Go and follow Kyle. Go ahead. Drop your IG. Kyle, T-D-M-C-H-A-R-G-H. That's it. You better spell it. Because <laughs> listen, McGar, you know, you're like, what is They're it? Like, what is that? What is what that? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> it was so much fun. Hey, guys, you make sure you stay tuned in. This is Life in Perspective. We out. <laughs>